0: Good Thursday, everyone. Well, yesterday we began to talk about loving with your words. Your words have very much to do with how you show love to people. In fact, probably the most important aspect of a relationship is what words you speak to one another. And so we saw in the scripture yesterday that James says the tongue is very, very important. He said, the tongue is like the rudder of a ship. It's very small, but it turns the whole ship. Or it's like a little match. It's small, but it can kindle a great fire. And so we saw that just as a ship has a helmsman who directs the ship, sets the rudder in a certain position so that the ship will go where he wants it to go. So we need to have a helmsman, a a pilot, who will guard our words so that our words are setting us in the direction that we want. He assures that we're speaking loving words, kind words, gentle words, not words that are destructive, not words that will start a fire. That James says that fire comes from hell. I tell you, it's not good to have hell fire in your words. But James says if we don't guard our tongue, that's what's going to happen. Well, let's go on today and see what kinds of words we should speak. Well, the first thing is, we need to love people with honest words. Proverbs 27 and 5 says, An open rebuke is better than hidden love. 1 Corinthians thirteen six says, Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Love and truth go together. Sometimes we don't think that. We think, well, if I'm going to be loving, then I can't tell them the truth. Now, that is a fallacy because all solid relationships are based on truth and honesty. You need to be honest with people. There's discretion, there's tact, but there is no lack of honesty If a relationship is based on flattery, where one person is just telling the other person what they think they want to hear, that will not be a lasting relationship. Flattery is nice in the moment, but it is empty, and it will soon be found out. Far better to speak honestly. The verse we read here said, An open rebuke is better than hidden love. Sometimes you just have to tell someone the truth. Now, the Bible says to speak the truth in love. Now, when I say that, I'm reminded of how I feel sometimes when someone comes to me and says, listen, I just want to tell you this in love. I mean, my defenses go up because I realize, okay, something's going to be unloaded on me here. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about truly speaking the truth in love. Now, Jesus is our example here. Jesus was brutally honest with people. He loved them, but he told them the truth. He said to a group of Pharisees one time, You're hypocrites. Now that's hard. That's strong. But he loved them enough to tell them the truth. One day Peter told Jesus, You know, let's talk about you going and dying. Uh, don't, Don't talk about that in here. And Jesus turned to Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan. Jesus realized that the words that Peter was saying was not coming from God, but from Satan. That Satan wanted to plant in Jesus' heart a reluctance to go to the cross. Now, I'm sure there was part of Jesus in his flesh that he didn't want to go to the cross. And he recognized that in the words of Peter, Satan was speaking to put him off track, to take him off of his mission. And he said, Get thee behind me, Satan. And then he said to his disciples at another time, you are stubborn, faithless people. I mean, that is strong. But I want you to know that when Jesus said those words, there wasn't one ounce of anger. There wasn't one ounce of irritation or frustration in his words. He was saying it for their benefit so that they would be better, not that he would feel better. Now, there's a big difference in that. Sometimes I can say things that makes me feel better, but they've made the situation worse. We need to be sure that what we say will make the situation better. We need to learn to speak the truth. Now I know some of you might be saying, well, that, that's exactly how I am. I tell it like it is. I just flat out tell them. But remember, I'm not telling you to vent, but I'm telling you to share, what is necessary, but be sure that you're sharing it in love. Jesus knew the level of intensity that he would need in his words in order for them to respond. And in the cases I've described to you, he spoke very forcefully. And yet at other times, he was very gentle. To the adulterous woman that's thrown before him, he speaks very gently to her, very kindly. Jesus knew how powerful words were, and he used them just to the right intensity. And it's a real mix sometimes. He's speaking to the Samaritan woman at the well, and in this conversation of speaking to her spiritual hunger, he says, go get your husband. And she says, well, I have no husband. And he said, you've spoken well. You've had five husbands, but the man that you're with now is not your husband. See, Jesus knew how to bring a person to their point of need, but he did it at the right level of intensity and force with his words. We need to really walk carefully before the Lord when we speak. And be careful. Put a helmsman at your tongue so that the words can be directed and the force of your words can be directed. Because, sadly, some people aim their words. They don't just tell the truth. They aim the truth. They aim their truth to bring someone down, to attack. They don't realize that it's their words themselves that's getting them into difficulty. Relationships require words that are loving, words that heal. And so the aim should never be to hurt the other person. The aim should be to speak what God wants us in that moment in order to better the other person. Galatians 6 and verse 1 tells us that if someone is overtaken in a fault, those of us who are spiritual should restore that one in a spirit of gentleness. The aim is to restore and the means is truth. But in a spirit of gentleness that will never allow our words to be more intense than they have to be. The intensity that we use is for a purpose, to show the person the seriousness of the matter. This is a really important area. Our words are so central to having loving relationships. So that's the first one. Love people with honest words. The second one just follows on what I've said. Love people with careful words. Words are so powerful You have to be careful how you use them. The scripture says life and death are in the power of the tongue. Our words can determine life or death. They're so powerful. They're like a loaded gun. Can you just imagine yourself in a crowd of 15, 20 people? And I come in and I say, "Now this revolver is loaded. Just pass it around to each other. And in the room, there's a real mix of people. There's older people, younger people, children. Can you imagine how you would feel as that gun is passed from one to the other? You'd, you'd say to yourself, man, I, I hope they're careful. I hope they don't give it to that child. I, I, I hope that that guy realizes that gun's loaded and that it, that it could kill someone. Or think about a little vial of nitroglycerin, the explosive material that if it's dropped on the ground, it just explodes. And that was being passed around. I mean, we'd be very careful how we handed it from one person to the other. Listen, our words are more dangerous than a loaded revolver, than a bottle of nitroglycerin. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. And so be careful how you handle words. Now here's three areas you need to be careful of. The first one is don't handle words in anger. Don't handle words in anger. Because anger slays the helmsman that is directing your words. When you have a strong emotion of anger, you lose your reserve. You lose your restraint. There is no one guarding your words. You just let them spew out. And they can be hurtful and bitter. And you can say things that later you would say, You know, I I didn't mean that. I wish I'd never said that. And yet it's too late. Because the gun's gone off. The bottle's been dropped. The blast has happened. And now all you're doing is surveying the damage. So don't speak words in anger. I am tell you, if you are angry, you're better to just seal your mouth. To just say, I'm not going to say anything right now. Because if I do, my words are going to attack. They're going to hurt. You see, anger turns conversation into a battlefield. You view the other person as an enemy rather than an ally, and you use your words like artillery. You aim your words to hurt, to attack. This is never good. The Bible says that life and death are in the power of the tongue. Use your words for life, not for death. You see, if you attack the other person with your words, what's going to happen, either they're going to run for cover, jump into a foxhole, clam up and wait and withdraw from you. Either that or they're going to hold their fire and they're going to create a munitions dump and they're going to store up all their ammunition. And someday though, they're going to let it go. They're going to blast you back. So don't allow your words to contribute to this. The Bible says, be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Deal with your anger every day. Don't hold it overnight. It's destructive. It will hurt you. What if we just determined that every night the last words out of my mouth are going to be loving words? Regardless of how I'm feeling, regardless of what's happened earlier in the day, I am going to make the last words out of my mouth loving words to someone else. I believe that that alone could change the direction of your life. Well, that's all the time we have for today, but we will continue tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleems Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30.